called Experimenter's Manual, and my mom built the little kits, which had like breadboards and resistors and transistors and diodes and LED lights and switches and speakers and alligator clips and all these different things that you can make burglar alarms and you can make little switches that like, you know, turn the light on and you learned about electronics. And they ended up selling this company all over Canada and built a really cool educational business out of it. And so throughout my life, they just were seeing issues in the community, finding holes. And rather than just complaining about it, they just did something about it. So I observed my parents like that. And, and therefore I was like, oh, I don't have to have any resources, any money, any connections. If I see a problem, I'm going to go solve it. Agarwal and her twin sister were eager to come to the States for college. They attended Cornell and played soccer. I mean, I played my whole life, so we practiced constantly and played at you know the highest level in Canada. But going to an American college where sports, especially Division One, was taken extremely seriously. You know, you have strength training, and then you have fitness, and then you have to go to your practice. Then you, you have a 72-hour rule, so you can't drink for 72 hours. Not that we drank much anyway, but it was a very strict process, and I think that gave us a lot of discipline as well. And then after my senior year in college, we started thinking about jobs and we didn't really know what we want to be when we grew up because we were like soccer players our whole lives. That's what we were defined ourselves as. And when you keep saying we, it sounds like you and your twin sister Rada, is that her name? Yes. Yeah. I always, we talk in we's constantly. I, I, I don't even know how to say I. <laughs> Are you or were you virtually inseparable? I mean, it's a little bit weird for twins to s- decide to go to the same school and do the same things. Yeah, we were. I mean, we both recruited to play soccer at Cornell as a one-two punch, and we both studied the same things. And we just, yeah, we were pretty attached to the hip. We always had a buddy that no one ever messed with us, you know? We always had a, a level of, I guess, self-assuredness because we always had somebody laughing at our jokes and there to be there for us no matter what. So I I, I guess I, it, I talk in wheeze because it's always me and my sister. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> so you went to college together, you played college soccer together, you moved to New York together, then what? Then I got a job in investment banking at Deutsche Bank, Deutsche Bank. <laughs> and uh, I did the training, the, the investment banking analysts training program. And within two months. So I officially started my job September 1st, 2001. And my subway stop every single morning was to World Trade Center. So I would get off to World Trade Center, go upstairs, get tea with my girlfriend who worked on the hundredth floor of to World Trade. And then I would walk across the street to my office, which is directly across to World Trade Center. And 9-11 happened and 700 people in my girlfriend's office died on that day. And Two people in my office died. Crazy, crazy stories. I worked at 130 Liberty directly across to World Trade Center. Where was Agarwal that day? I just slept through my alarm clock and I was supposed to be there at at 8.30 in the morning. and, And I just slept through my alarm clock and missed the whole thing. And I've never in my lifetime slept through my alarm clock except for that one single day. It's pretty remarkable, to be honest. The communal tragedy jolted Agarwal into a personal revelation. I recognize that truly the mystery of life is you never know when it's going to end. And so the goal is to really make every moment count. And and I was so lucky that I was 22 years old and not 32 or 42 when I had that realization, that aha moment, that I'm not going to pursue investment banking for money or status or to get, you know, I just absolutely know I'm going to do something that lights me up. And so I wrote down three things I wanted to do with my life. And the first was to play soccer professionally. The second was to make movies, and the third was to start a business. The New York Magic, a women's soccer team, was holding tryouts in Brooklyn. 
And I just decided to try out and I snuck out of my investment banking job for two and a half months straight. The tryouts whittled down the many aspirants to a select few. And then so I basically made the team and made the starting lineup and was all set to quit my investment banking job. But I decided just in case who knew what would happen. And I just decided to stay in my banking job and play my first game of the season. And uh, within eight minutes of my professional career, after I assisted a goal, a girl came in, slide tackled me and I and I heard that telltale snap and tore my ACL. So, you know, I had to basically stay at the investment bank to get the very best health insurance and the very best physical therapy to to rehabilitate myself. And I came back out the following year, made the starting lineup again. And then in a semifinal game in the next season, I tore my other ACL. By now, Agrawal had left banking and now her soccer career was also over. Time for item number two on her list of career goals, making movies. During college, she'd had summer jobs in L.A. in the film business, so she reconnected with her contacts and she got some...